I put up our cover so that right now, even if somebody was watching right now, um, they can't see us. They can just hear us in theory. Oh my gosh, that's magic. Right? Right? It just protects us from, you know, last minute adjustments to anything and everything that you might be adjusting. Oh no. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know what I should be adjusting now. Oh, I... <laughs> just adjust everything. No, I can't do that because I know you're watching me. Oh, right? Yeah. No, and how about right now I have the giant, I just have the, the OBS open right now. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Oops. There you go. Skip ad. Go away, ad. I want to see your ad. So. All right. Hey, and people are in this, are actually in the chat. Oh my gosh. This is scary. No, it's not scary. We're all good. We're totally good. Yeah, here. it's fine. It's so casual. It's so crazy right? how casual. It's is, super really. cash. Totes super cash. So I hope, you know, I hope everything, everyone can hear us. Just let me know. Someone let me know in the stream if you can hear us at some point. Because <laughs> then I gotta wait for the lag delay. So that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> People are saying hi. Hey guys. We'll pull down the cover. All is good. It sounds like we're good to go. So, um, you know, Excellent. I'll pull down the cover and then we'll I'll try to match Sal's enthusiasm. I don't think I can do that. I'll be oh, honest with you. Of course you can. Sal of course like, you can. Sal's like like an old master at this this point. Like he's so just into it and going for it. So, like, you know. All right, here we go. We're we're doing this. Pulling the cover down in 5 4 3 two and it's down hello everyone and welcome to the elseworlds exchange um i don't know if you've noticed it's entirely different i mean still two people but um two different person very though. different very different <laughs> um those of you who don't know sal is currently off on the west coast over at WonderCon, along with Rob from Comics Explained and Faust from It's Super Effective. And Benny, once the pesky blizzard that apparently hit Colorado last night um, it passes, he will be there as well. Um, apparently nobody saw that coming, um, which I was like, oh yeah, I guess the Rockies, Colorado, snow, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I don't even realize that because I'm in Florida, so I'm like... Right? It's summer already. You're like, what is snow? Yeah, that and... honestly was kind of ridiculous when I saw it. I was like, is it cold for people right now? Is it cold? <laughs> You're like, because I walk outside, it is gorgeous. Now here, it's 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 like a balmy 50. It's, you know, it's nice. It hit 70 <laughs> today, so. Oh, well, you know, that's, that's lucky. <laughs> but see, we get the delicious humidity, too. So that's you, that's you true. You open your mouth and you're swallowing water. Right, great. right. You get to eat the weather. It's mm. it, That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, we thought that since this week, we're going to be getting Batman v Superman. Like, Eight. mind, yeah, like mind-blowingly <laughs> occurring that maybe we should talk a little bit about Batman and Superman. The fact is, I know that the guys have talked about it before, but less in terms of the mythology behind it. And I don't just mean origins. I mean the fact that I think most people, hands down, when they look at Marvel and they look at DC, Marvel is very much the everyman hero who's gotten powers, and DC is almost a new mythology. Like, you know, very Greek, almost, you want to pull from there, is oral tradition. I mean, we're the apocalypse to come, and, you know, people from outer space came here thousands of years down the line. They might pick up some DC comics and think, wow, that was a crazy religion back in the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people think it's a religion now. Right? So Who knows? Possibly. Absolutely. Um, 
But more specifically, let's talk about Batman and Superman. Let's talk about the fact that Grant Morrison himself went ahead, took the Justice League, and turned it very much into these new Greek gods and kind of equates Superman to Zeus, Batman to Hades. But I got to tell you, in terms of Batman, I really feel like the reason that Batman, across the board, Marvel DC, he has this broad appeal, is because he is almost the everyman character you know, minus the trillions of dollars, um, who is amongst the gods, essentially. And I think he's a fantastic gateway character. And that, I don't know if you agree with me on this, is part of the reason why we're so fascinated to watch these two fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that, that Batman kind of relates to us more just because he's so, like, super powerless, right? Right. So that kind of... No, absolutely. And not that I want to say that he's like Prometheus stealing the fire from the gods, but, you know, there he is, like, you know, walking with confidence among these people who could squish him like a grape. Right. <laughs> they could. I mean, really, they could at any time. But but then you have the, you know, the Batman diehards that are like, no, he'd have a plan. Oh, no. He'd be fine. Absolutely. When you're dealing with that kind of firepower, you're going to need a plan. And, you know, what? the fact is we know there's there's so many other characters in the DC universe who do, in fact, they are mortals. Like, you know, we look at Green Arrow, you know, kind of Constantine to some degree. But you notice that they have pretty broad appeal to some degree, you know. People can really get behind them. You can put yourself in their shoes. You know, Batman may be a little less. I mean, like, honestly, none of them truly. Because the fact is, as much as I would love to be Batman, it ha ain't happening anytime soon. <laughs> well, he also does not have the best life. I mean, besides being, like, the, the tragic or orphan backstory, I mean, he's constantly, like, he's getting his back broken. I mean, he's having a horrible life. Oh, yeah, he's no, it's not, not it's not a fun time. But that is, in and itself, very much like Greek myth. The humans were always, you know, plagued by the gods. They always had all these problems, all these issues. And not that necessarily Superman's going down there and breaking Batman's back, but we do see another, you know, crazy godlike character in Bane doing so. So... I don't, I don't know. Do, do you think that DC and especially these two are these, like, are they titans? Are they on equal footing? Or do you think that the reason we get behind Batman so often, other than, you know, the fact that he's awesome and he's a fantastic drawing, is because of the fact that, you know, we're rooting for the, the person who is almost our avatar? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that makes complete sense. I think in a way, like, you, everybody sees Superman as this guy who's just unbeatable. So obviously there's that human nature side of us that are like, well, let's root for the underdog then, you know? Like, mm -hmm. that's kind of how our narrative is in our lives. So it's kind of like, why not go for this guy, you Ex know? Uh, no, exactly. And it's funny, like, I have these moments where um, I then look at Superman and I really, sometimes I want to be like, you're like a Herculean character, except... Hercules, of course, had that actual human aspect to him. He was part human, raised by mortals, and then dealt with the gods. Whereas, you know, our friend Kal-El was raised by humans with that morality. Right. But so in a way, he almost is half human, if in you a think sense. about it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I think that he is what we often strive to be. Like, yeah. as, as humans, we look to Superman for that guidance, which does put him in that elevated position. With Batman, we desperately want to be him and be like pals with him and stuff like that. But with Superman, it's like we put him up here on this pedestal. 
Right. And I think that's just part of human nature. Like that's what we do. We, we want someone that we can look up to and then someone who's kind of almost as our peer in a way. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but like, you know, of course, if you take it from that Grant Morrison, you know, perspective where, you know, Batman is essentially the god of, of the underworld and, you know, you got Superman up on Mount Olympus, which I guess here would be the watchtower. Um, <laughs> you want to see them fight, whether it man versus God or God versus God. There's something about watching them fight, even if you know in the end they're going to pair up, they're going to team up and they're going to go kick the ass of whatever evil or bad guys out there you want to see them come to blows and it's just i don't know what do you think about that like why <laughs> yeah that's the thing like the why is really interesting and i and i think about this all the time like even with something um like the the ancient like coliseum you know like the roman coliseum when we had people fighting each other mm -hmm. to the death and things like that i mean i think there's that I guess that's, I don't know, that's weird though, because you'd like to think, oh, well, we're more civilized than that. <laughs> you, you know, we want to have, we want peace ultimately. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but I mean, Batman and Soups are like best friends and we want them to fight all the time for some reason. Right? I don't, I don't know why. Why? I don't know. And I, maybe what it is, is um, from my perspective, I, you know, I love Superman, right? I think he's great. I love the sure. idea of like, you know, you know, truth, justice, the American way, the whole thing, right? Batman, I want to see him think it out. Like, mm. how do you beat a god? So and, then brains versus bronze then. Is yeah, that the and it kind of does come down to that. And, you know, you know, in a sense, like, I don't, that excites me. You know, I mean, not that Superman is any sort of lug. Let's be honest. No. He's an intelligent no. person. He's, you know, he's a he's a he's a writer. He reports. You know, he went to school. It's not like he's some big jock who, like, we you know stereotype and like he's got the muscles and therefore he can't think. Now we have seen that version of him, of course, but typically, you know, he's intelligent. It's just Batman's that much more intelligent. So then maybe maybe it's not even that. Like, but but so if that's if that's the case then why aren't we just satisfied with seeing either of them fighting the villains? Like, what is it about the good guys fighting that we want to see? You know what I mean? You know, like, I guess why it's a good question. And I wonder if what it is is, you know, we tend to know, I mean, certainly throughout comic book history, we've seen loss and death when good guys fight bad guys. But you know, at the end of the day, somehow, some way, good will triumph over evil to some degree, whether or not that that is a true, you know, black and white victory in the end to keep the status quo, good's always going to win. But when you have two good guys fighting, you don't necessarily know how it's going to turn out. I mean, typically the, the stereotype is that they'll team up, but how are you going to get there is kind of more the question. And I think it, it opens up this whole new thing where how do we not villainize these good guys, but still have them fight. And and for me, part of that's the journey. Part of that's the, how is the writer going to do this? Yeah. And I think part of it also is like, how did they get this way in the first place? Like what, what is the re, I mean, they can get super creative with how they want the fighting to even start. Mm -hmm. I mean, that can be, that can be mind control. That can be, well, I guess, I mean, is that the only way? I guess they could disagree enough, but I mean, and that's happened before where they've disagreed enough where mm -hmm. they're like, no, I'm going to, I'm just going to punch you and it's fine. Oh, yeah. But...
Yeah, or know. you even get the, you know, of course, when you have the first initial meeting, unless everybody's like copacetic and they totally understand that there are superheroes in the world, like the first meeting of, of two heroes tends to come to blows because they don't know each other. In particular, when you see these two, when you stand them next to each other, they're so polar opposite of one another, you know, blue, red, you know, bright colors versus like this, you know, essentially shadow warrior who's like come out of nowhere. You know, it's understandable that they're gonna have some differences. <laughs> but I, I think it's just like in a sitcom where there's like, this all could be solved with simple communication. Oh, yeah. Really. <laughs> if we could just, you know, stop punching each other for a few moments, maybe we could talk it through. <laughs> literally, literally. That would solve all their problems. Just like have some coffee or something, guys. It's right, fun. just just chill. Just, just, you know, take a moment, get a biscotti, and, you know, <laughs> we, we could figure it out. Yeah, I mean, the movie seemingly is setting it up with the events of Man of Steel. So I appreciate them going for that. And of course, you know, we've got Clark looking, I'm sure, at Gotham. My phone's ringing here. Um, <laughs> enjoy that, guys. Hang on one second. How's it going? It's a step. Just gonna... Hey, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> you got Clark looking at Gotham. And seeing what a mess it is. Let's be, you know what I mean? Like, when you look at it from that perspective, and it's, he's new to this in a sense. Like, he's been, certainly he's been helping, um, you know, people throughout the world, as we saw in Man of Steel. Um, but truly donning the costume, going out there, putting himself on the line. That's new. That's totally brand new. And seemingly our Batman has been around for a little bit longer. So he kind of understands the balance of it all. Like, he, seemingly he could be like, here's the thing. I'm going to put them away and they're going to come back out sometimes. And sometimes there's nothing that can be done about it, but I'm doing the best I can. And it's, it, it's as much as it can be. And you need to understand the fact that just because you're here doesn't mean that's the end of crime. Doesn't mean that it's over. You know, someone's going to always step up and challenge you whether or not you're there or not. Someone would show up and, and, and they would do something, you know, negative, but like, you have to understand that if you're not if you're not willing to cross the line, if you're not willing to completely end the individual who is causing the problem, right. that it's not going to be so so cut and dry. And in a sense, that circles back to the idea of is Superman more of a god? Like, does he understand this part of humanity as much as Batman does? I mean, Batman's, you know. They both have lost, let's be honest. Superman lost his entire civilization. Um, Batman lost his parents in front of him. But I also like how they are combining. Like, I, mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. No, me either. But I, I like <laughs> from the trailer, at least, they're showing that those events from Man of Steel directly impact, seemingly, this Batman, Oh, right? yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I like that they're doing that because that also adds, like... It, in addition to him being like, hey, I need to fight you because somebody needs to put you in line, mm -hmm. but also, like, you've personally, up, like, upset my life. So oh, yeah. So I need to avenge this. So I, I kind of liked that aspect as well because that adds another plausible reason why they would need to fight in the first place. Yeah. I, I think it's really cool that they essentially retconned in Bruce Wayne being but seemingly present for Man of Steel, <laughs> even if we didn't yeah. see him there. Um, and I love that again in terms of the, this whole idea of them like you know man versus god or whatever you want to make it bruce wayne being on the ground in like the the heat of it all looking up 
and this godly battle happening over yeah, them. Yeah, it's pretty symbolic. It's very, absolutely. I mean, there he is being like, you have, like, you might understand the value of life, and you might have been doing so in order to save life, but you weren't down there. You didn't see the chaos and the panic, and you need to understand that. Whereas Superman's like, you need to stop doing what you're doing because I'm guessing, and I could be wrong, and maybe the chat knows more because I haven't seen it, and I've been avoiding spoilers at all costs. So part of me is not actually reading the chat because I'm afraid. Same. Same. (laughs) Um, But the fact is, like, it could be that Batman accuses, or that Superman accuses Batman, you know, because you're here, that's why the Joker exists. And, you know, that's a whole nother huge conversation. What came first? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, in a sense, it's... And that, again, that's a whole other conversation. But Batman be or Superman being in the position that he is, you know, you know, being you know raised among humans, but having this intense power and knowing that he comes from a different civilization, being very well aware of that, um, you know, he looks at the situation in a way that we can't conceive of. Like he mm-hmm. has a perspective that none of us could possibly have. Yeah, and you know what I think it is also is like. Batman, like like you were saying, like he's he's had this incredible power, and I think it's really interesting because he's had it essentially since he was born, since mm-hmm. he was sent to Earth. So Superman is starting like up here with power, like mm-hmm. he's always had this power growing up, mm-hmm. and he's gonna have to like kind of kind of come down here as far as like human interaction goes. And yep. then Batman like started down here; he was like a regular infant, and then uh, he has to. I mean, he's worked his way up to this type of strength and detective and mm-hmm. ninja. All that types of things. So I think they're going to have to come somewhere in the middle. Oh, yeah. And, of course, that's where, like, the human spirit and human ingenuity is really going to come into play. Because Batman, of course, is going to have to make up that gap using science. Science. (laughs) As he loves. Um, You know, and uh, let's not even talk about how excited I am to see the bat arsenal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. I'm I'm looking forward to the Batmobile, the suit. I just want everything. But it's interesting when you think about, like, a little bit about Greek myth and how, you know, Hercules had to go out and, like, you know, he had all his, like, trials and he had to get the Golden Fleece and he had to get this and he had to get that. And essentially you get get all these things that could inevitably actually fight a god. And he's, like, he's almost, like, doing his little gear-up scene. Not necessarily that he uses them against them, but, you know, Batman has those, like, items that could fight a god. Like, when you look at, like, you know... The, the very obvious, you know, you know, Kryptonium. Like, obviously, that is, like, almost the Gorgon's head. Like, that's almost Medusa's head when it comes to Superman. <laughs> right. I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just completely just gonna stop him. Hard to find. Hard to get. Got a quest for it, in a sense. Unless you're Lex Luthor, and then you just throw money at it, and you find it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his role is gonna be in all that. I'm very... Thing. He's the one that's been making the whole, like, oh, God versus man. Like, he's the one that's making these oh, comparisons. Yeah. So I don't know where he thinks he falls in that. I don't know. Thing. You know what's funny? I He, see, to me, he seems like in, you know, like in mythology, essentially a character who wishes to be among the gods. Like, not mm-hmm. it's not just enough to interact with them. It's not just enough to build temples to them. It's not just enough even to, to steal their fire. Although I'm sure he partially thinks that he is, like, the Prometheus of this all. Like, I will steal from them and bring to you guys, and then you'll put me up there where they were. Like, I'll just displace them. In any means necessary yeah. is the thing, because he has no boundaries. No, so, yeah, it can he, be an, he doesn't. And, like, part of that's 
because in so many versions of him, because let's be honest, there's so many versions of these characters, but in their most boiled down, you know, kind of where they started version of them, he, you know, is, has always been this like, but in my head, it's for the greater good, you know, right. what I mean, makes he's him the hero of his own story. Oh, he is. Always. Oh, absolutely. And that's what makes him such an amazing villain, you know, right. not to cross over to, to Marvel, but in a sense, Dr. Doom, Dr. Doom thinks he's a hundred percent right. He's right. So, yeah. You know, when you have a villain like that, when you have someone like Lex Luthor who's just like, no, but I am doing good. I am doing the right thing. It's, you know, it's, uh, they're just so fantastic because first of all, there's no reasoning with them. Like they've already made their call. He knows he's right. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, when, like when in Man of Steel, like when Superman decides to like kill Zod, I mean, he did what he thought was the right thing oh, yeah. by pretty terrible means. So mm -hmm. where does it, where does it end? <laughs> That's a great question that, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty excited about this. The closer we've gotten to it, the more excited I have grown for this very, you know, movie. Like initially I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know what yeah. it's going to be like, but the closer we get to it, the more I'm like, I can't wait to see them go to blows. I can't wait to see the reasoning behind it all. Um, but I, I don't know, like with Luther being there, with him throwing so much at this, like, you know, you pretty much know where Batman's going to fall. You pretty much know where Lex is going to fall. Yeah, like, the fact that Wonder Woman's there, you kind of have a feeling for that. Yeah, she she kind of is a god. Oh, like, yeah, hands down. So... Like, she's she's the most traditional of them all. <laughs> right. So I don't know what she's going to do. Either. I don't know. But you pretty much know where her allegiance is going to lie. And not that we know, not that I even think for a minute that Superman's going to even remotely side with Lex. It's more or less his journey. I kind of feel like the others, it's natural it makes sense i'm he has the most learning to do in in some way and i hope that doesn't come off the wrong way um but i really feel like this man of steel superman needs to understand a little bit more how this whole thing is going to work for him going forward yeah no he totally does i think you're right and i think that i i think that's how they've set it up because i think in previous like incarnations it's always been like Superman is 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 a little kid and he doesn't know how to control his powers. Now suddenly he's at the Daily Planet and he's got everything under control and it's mm. fine. But now they're like, well, what if he he's forced to become Superman super early, like because of of Zod, and he he doesn't exactly know how to do it? And we kind of are watching him take those baby steps, his first steps, mm -hmm. you know. So I think it's kind of interesting that they're showing. I mean, I think it's super intentional that they're showing us his first journey oh yeah I, I i absolutely love that and i love also the fact that inevitably this will lead to the justice league's creation and it's 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 gonna be a real team building effort you know what i mean yeah. like you know they've created this superman um who has again the power of a god like we've seen him in this incredibly godly battle but he's also fallible so mm -hmm. they've created a fallible god figure to put out there and and of course we know lex is gonna go after that to some degree um but i'm so excited to see how the rest of the justice leaguers in particular batman deals with this especially because we have an older batman this batman has been around for a while this isn't like you know he's seen some stuff oh yeah <laughs> he's seen some things and he's prepared for almost anything um like the yeah. best of girl scouts um but <laughs> Did you just call Batman a Girl Scout? Well, I would be flattered if he was. I was a Girl Scout. So. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I doubt that, like, a uniform is in the Batcave. No, you're probably right. But maybe at one point he perused the, the Girl Scout handbook. He's like, what's in here? 
I know all this. And then, <laughs> and then he takes some of it, like, and adds it to his own, like, oh, yeah. moral code. He's like, mm, definitely, being prepared. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, I feel like, personally, Batman's cookie of choice would probably be the Thin Mint. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he does seem like a minty chocolatey guy right? based on no information. Exactly. I don't know. In my head, Batman likes the Thin Mint. He's up on rooftops. He's got a little belt pouch of it. He opens it up. Has a Thin Mint you now. You know what? Him and, him and Martian Manhunter get to share their love of cookies with each other. That's right. It's, it's probably canon. Now, I'm totally going to switch gears here because you mentioned Martian Manhunter, but I want to see Jean so badly. <laughs> Are they going to show him, though, if they literally just showed him in Supergirl? And I know. It's so hard to separate those. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, he am I, he's such a costly character, though, because he's so... Like, if you're going to let Jean do what Jean does, he's, he's going to cost you some money. You know, yeah. like... dollars per half second of frame. Exactly. You're going to have to save, like his moment for something really big you know like for batman you can build the suit of course you're gonna have to do a little bit here and there you have to you know spend some money to make superman fly but if you're gonna have jean turning into a dragon or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> which i'd like to see um i don't think they're gonna have time to squeeze all that stuff in like, no, i feel like i'd rather they uh, like you know yeah the mention of it and then it happens in i guess justice league right? that would be very cool I, part of me hopes too at the end of this at the end of the movie like maybe as a as a little stinger or something like that you know since i know cyborg will be in there is that true i I've, know i heard that that's awesome if so, so this, this basically is a justice League. it movie. is i know and even if he isn't put him in anyway put him in the stinger Let's just like have him working on the uh, the Watchtower. Like, let's just let's just start the Justice League movie with the Watchtower. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that'd be a great lead-in because then when you marathon all of them, it flows together. Nicely. Exactly, it I'm all works. About the binge watching aspect of it. That's in the right. Already, they need to start. They do have to start thinking about that, and I'm sure that they do to some degree. And like, I think it's very cool that in this movie called batman v superman we're getting a bunch of other characters who are not involved directly with batman nor superman directly that doesn't mean they don't have interaction like wonder woman certainly has interaction with both of them and you know in all kinds of ways um <laughs> i wasn't sure if you were gonna mention that or not i'm going yeah. there yeah, yeah. <laughs> who will wonder woman choose um so i like, think it's a i think it's a rom-com with batman and superman right? right i have a feeling she's gonna show up see them fighting and be like Please, no, neither of you, okay? You're both children. Choose <laughs> Aquaman and then my life will be complete. <laughs> I, you're a little little shipping here going on, a little. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I get, you know, the Amazonians and essentially the Atlanteans coming together, making this yeah, awesome I mean, mythological they, society. Yeah, I right? mean, oh my gosh, how cute would their children be? <laughs> Okay, they be a stereotypical girl comic book reader. Right? <laughs> That's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to her kicking some serious butt. Like I, She's going to steal every scene she's in. Like, I, I already so. know that. I can tell. Oh, I hope so. I hope so, so much. Because I just, I know that lately, like, they've been, like, 
pimping out some of the screenshots of her and, and some of the like the poses that they've chosen and that doesn't mean that it's not indicative of anything it's just marketing marketing is very different than the actual movie um but like it's a lot of like modelly kind of like she'll be in the middle of emotion but she's all like oh and i'm like that's not what she's doing and I, I know that in my heart of hearts but don't put it out there like that let her be strong let her have her little ugly moments sometimes like with strength you get that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, have you? I don't know if you've seen any of the like those tiny little snippets that they keep showing for her movie. Oh, I haven't. They're pretty cool. Are like, they? Like the director is like, oh yeah, this is going to be a um, basically she's going to be like a James Bond type type hero. And someone was like, okay. oh, like a woman James Bond, and he was like, no, she she will be like James Bond. Yeah, and yeah, I we don't like, have. Yes. yes, that's awesome. I. I appreciate it when you get someone on a project who respects said project and then wants to make said project awesome. And if you're going to be making a Wonder Woman movie, I appreciate the fact that you got someone who isn't like, she's just a girl version of blah. No, she's Wonder Woman and she's going to be doing Wonder Woman stuff and woman, man, who cares? Oh, yeah. She's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, that's my current problem. I know this is off rail a little bit. That's okay. my current problem with the Wonder Woman run. Yeah. Because the people like who are writing it, first of all, had not really written that many comics before, mm. except for the grim fairy tale stuff. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, you know, Wonder Woman isn't a feminist. She she doesn't um, she doesn't do this. She doesn't do that." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> well, Amazonian culture might have a problem with that. <laughs> a little bit, a little Just bit. So I don't know. I don't know if you've ever even heard of the Amazons." But a whole big part of their whole shtick is they don't like men. The fact that, like, Diana's even out there doing her thing, she's a cultural ambassador. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I want to see how, like, how does she even get there? Like, what? I don't know. Hear all this is happening and then come over? Like, that seems really weird. Like, right? I want to know. Part of me kind of hopes it's just that, where she's just like, and I'm here, and I already know what's happening, and out of the way, boys. <laughs> That'll happen. It'll happen, of course, right? I hope so. I do. I really do. Like, the fact that they even had that scene where you, you, you see in the trailer where they're like, I thought she was with you. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of indicates that she seemingly comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Maybe we'll get an explanation. I, like, I hope they don't even explain it to us. She just pops out of Well, her. I mean, she'll just clearly she'll jump out of her invisible jet. And <laughs> there you go. Oh, perfect. See, she doesn't even need an explanation. Right? Jet. She's like, I was just hovering over, you know, checking it out. How long have you been here? Oh, A very long Long time. enough to see how this whole thing was going to go. So... Let me help you here. <laughs> oh man! Let yeah, me give you a hand. <laughs> so, I I don't know. I, first of all, I, this you know went from one thing to the other. But I think what it, yeah. really what it comes down to is we're excited for the movie. We're as humans excited to see these two fight. Whether or not you watch them as two gods fighting or you watch them as a god fighting a man, and how does a man do that? I think in the end, we desperately want these two heroes to be at blows, and then put their differences aside to save our asses from whatever fire we've fallen into essentially yeah because that's interesting too that we were very specific we're like we want them to fight for a little bit but ultimately yeah we, we want them to remain friends yeah, but but then get over it and you know have a nice fun adventure like where yeah, you're joking around that couldn't remain canon right like no. two character like if batman and superman never became friends again and they were just enemies like nobody would want that no no, and it would be a huge thing to bring them back. And it would it would be an interesting thought exercise, I think. And I think some writers could really do something fun with it for a while. 
but make it as a non-canon story. Like, give that a shot. I mean, in a sense, that's kind of sort of a little bit what Red Sun Superman does. A little bit. A little bit. But not in the sense of they were friends and then they had a falling out and then they they stopped talking to each other necessarily. I mean, yeah, all right, Dark Knight Returns kind of does that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do. We just want closure. Yeah. Right. That's all we need. Right. Right. We don't see it. How we don't we don't see it with a younger Batman and Superman. We see it right. with a you know near the end of his lifespan Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and a old Batman. Yeah, and okay. a politically corrupt Superman, essentially. But we don't see it with our everyday Batman and Superman where like, you know, one of them takes their toys and goes home. We don't we don't get that <laughs> opportunity. Um and I surely hope that does, that doesn't happen here because I definitely do want to see them working together. I love those two, those interactions. I love, you know, Batman's, you know, lack of humor and sarcasm and, you know, whatever they decides you do with, with Superman Man of Steel's personality. Like, you know, Last time he was under a lot of stress, you know, stuck in between. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. <laughs> he was under some stress, it's a little like, bit. It wasn't a lot. You know, it was like, you know, midterm, final kind of stress. Gosh, Zack Snyder <laughs> would be so angry that you're saying that. Look, if Zack Snyder's listening to this thing right now, then we've accomplished something great. <laughs> okay, I don't care right, what I enough. tell him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> But, you know, and there he was struggling with three different identities. You know, the Clark Kent, the Kal-El, and the Superman identity simultaneously. And it seemed that we're going into this, he is going to be Superman. I'm sure we'll see the other aspects. We do see him as Clark Kent. But I'm interested to see the personality that he that develops from this. And, and how the interactions he will have with others who have had more experience than him. Like Yeah, and I think his whole personality is going to end up getting molded by these characters. By Lex Luthor being, by Lois Lane, and by Batman, certainly. I think that's going to, we're going to see him being molded by oh, yeah. those characters. Alright, so I gotta ask you, you brought up Lex Luthor. Wake, or are we going to see Lex lose his hair? I think it will be one, like, here's what's going to happen. Superman's going to punch the ground one of the times when he's fighting Batman. I don't know. some kind of uh, authority thing. I don't know. Right. He'll punch the ground. It's going to send out this, like, shock wave. Uh-huh. And then, and then his hair's just going to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, how else. Well, I no, know. I know in the past, in the comics, it's been, you know, through a, an experiment, through whatever, he typically blames Superman for the loss of his hair. But the question is, though, did he lose it in Man of Steel and we didn't see it? And he blames Superman for it and he's wearing the wig now. Or are we going to see him just, it's just it's all going to come out? Because the hair, it's killing me. Well, maybe it's like a Breaking Bad thing where he like goes in and he's like... Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad. Or it could also almost be like, you know, with Predator, he just constantly, he's just bicking his face, bicking his head. You know, he can't help himself. It's, it's a nervous tick. I don't know. Would they do that with this Lex Luthor? No! <laughs> <laughs> not, not even remotely. But I got to tell you... you no, know, maybe it's a wig. Maybe yeah, you're right. I, you know what? I don't care. Either way, I hate that hair. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, it's very, it takes me out of it. Like, I'm like, oh, this is Jesse Eisenberg. It is. It is, it is Jesse Eisenberg with bad hair. And I just, I just want to rip the hair off his head. Be like, you are Lex Luthor. Maybe that's what, well, someone will, maybe Wonder Woman will do that. She'll be like, get that thing off your head. Yeah, right? Or one of them will be like, nice wig. Like, either Batman or Superman will know exactly what it is. Yeah, so either Batman will use his, his detective skills or Superman will use his x-ray vision and be like, 
you're wearing a wig and he's like i must defeat superman yeah exactly exactly or like i was in the city and like the fallout from whatever that machine was i lost my hair so i blame you for it also screw you for having power i deserve that power and my hair so the, the, what I'm hearing is that he's equal parts angry about the destruction of his city and the lack of powers and not having hair. Yeah, that's that's my Lex Luthor. You know, he's, okay. you know, it was a, it's a sensitive thing. I mean, <laughs> wig or not, that's a lot of hair for him to have. That's a lot of styling product for him to have to use to get it to do that. So if that's what it looked like before and now he's got the wig, I might be annoyed too. <laughs> Well, I. <laughs> this is such a ridiculous conversation. I know. <laughs> I know. It absolutely is. No, I. But, like, seriously, I just. Like, in my head, I know Lex had hair. Yeah. But for me, it's bald Lex Luthor in, like, either his green and purple power suit or his actual, like, you know, tailored power suit. Either way, that the, at the end of the day, that's what I want to see. Yeah, I mean, when. When he actually had hair in the comics, wasn't it orange? Or am I making that up? I think it was, or at the very least, and someone's going to correct me on this one because I'm Maybe pulling this, I'm going to pull this out of the ether, but I'm pretty sure there's either an Earth 2 or another, like, you know, universe version of him who's either a son or a clone or a something. Someone's going to be correcting me yes. right now um, no, that right. has that orange hair. Okay. So I didn't just make that up. No, no. That is a thing. That is a okay. thing. <laughs> So maybe that's also like, so it's got to be a wig then, because then right it would be orange, right? I don't know, unless they decide maybe like it's screw it. Muted. Maybe they maybe they put the orange on him and they're like, oh no, no, you look ridiculous. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Yeah, we've we've made a mistake. <laughs> well, yeah. So then that, maybe that, or maybe this is orange, but through like the dark Zack Snyder filter, it just looks brown. exactly. Who knows? I have no idea. And the fact is. The fact that you mentioned the fact that it's dark, I, I, you know, it's super, I'm very interested to see how this goes because Superman, for me, is like the pinnacle of light, but he is dealing with this very dark world. I think that's going to be like super cool to see and hopefully very exciting. And I, and I'm guessing that over time throughout the movies, throughout Justice League and all the movies that follow for DC, they could change the tone as they go. Um, you know, we could see like we're, we have this, you know, you know, the, 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 it's always darkest before the dawn kind of thing. And then we could plunge back into darkness. Who knows? Like, I have no Who idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that true? Right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All I know is the movie's going to be fun. Yeah. The only thing I, I wish, I wish. It hadn't been Jesse Eisenberg. This that's like my big thing right now. I, I I said that too, but I'm at this point in the game, I'm just gonna reserve all judgments. Yeah. Because he could he could blow me away and I oh, might yeah. not even know. Oh yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're and like you're completely right about that. Like when when they announced Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, I was like, she seems a little not muscly for that. I don't know. Wow, you were a judger. I was. I was. And that's not like and I'm not talking like curves i'm not talking anything like that like i looked you at her like i wanted like yeah i wanted a little bit more here you know but like you know what then i was like but i have i ever actually seen an amazonian no so you know shut up me have all that like strength hidden away that's right right it's all sinew <laughs> she's very sinewy she does a lot of toning she, she is yeah. yeah right but the fact is you know she's amazon it's totally different makeup she's not a person 
like she's not a human, so I I totally get that. So I'm gonna, gonna I let that go a while ago. I was like, all right, initial shock over, moving on. But the Jesse Eisenberg thing, every time he opens his mouth in the trailer, so it's just in the trailer, and it's but mere moments. I'm like, you're not acting, you're just being you. I think here's what they're gonna do. I think they're gonna have some part where they're like, they have this crazy like super serious acting moment for him. That, that makes be. it like th- that kind of sets the tone and we're like oh holy crap that just, where would... did he pull that and then everything he does after that you kind of go oh he's kind of just putting on an act of being a, a goofy guy that would be deep down that's what i'm hoping i would love that that would be amazing straight up amazing if because i believe I, look they they wouldn't just cast him for the name they don't need it they got ben affleck you know what i mean like they're good we don't need the name there was a clear choice here for whatever that was and if they're keeping that hidden then i applaud them because they didn't just put something like that in the trailer if you not d- they should hire us to write movies right to do- come on guys we're right here <laughs> Zack snyder obviously still listening yeah clearly he's still here he wasn't hurt by my words so he's still <laughs> hanging out so you know <laughs> Zach, hang around after the chat and you know we'll we'll chat you up about the next movie whatever it is oh we're there gosh. we could be extras <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so when are you going to be seeing it uh tomorrow night awesome awesome sal will also be seeing it tomorrow yeah. night everybody keeps seeing it like super early have you noticed that uh-huh i know everyone's like i saw it and blah i'm like no no blah i don't want to know yeah i don't like this all these reviews are going up and i'm like at least wait till like opening day right but- Right? Give it. Give me a chance to have my own reaction. I'm tra- and that's the thing is like, it, what's super hard is like everybody I feel like is trying to color my opinion before going into it. And yep. I'm like, no. Like even like Rotten Tomatoes is already giving and I'm like, stop. Yep. No. Like, yep. No, oh you just, my gosh. You just gotta, you gotta. You just... I just want to have a good time. I want to have a cinematic experience. Right. That's what I want. Exactly. You want to get the popcorn. You want to get the drink. You want to sit down and question. not know every single thing you. that happens. Huh? All right. I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you going to be seeing this in either IMAX or 3D, one of those experiences? I usually, okay. So let me tell you my little tale of woe when it comes to, to 3D. Oh, gosh. I okay. don't wear contacts. I never oh, have and I never you will. You have the glasses issue. I got the glasses issue. So, like, sometimes I'm fine. And other times I'm like, okay, everything has to stop because it's too much. Oh, that's so horrible. I can't, 3 ds a little difficult you for me. You know what? Me. At least they've updated from the, the blue and red. <laughs> yes. Remember those? Well, at least if we had that, I could just put the stickers or something over my glasses oh, and that would be done. Cool. But now I got to wear those things and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I will probably just go for a straight up viewing of the movie. You know what? I under I definitely understand what you're, where you're coming from that, though, because I uh, the last the Man of Steel movie um, that I went to, we did IMAX 3D. <laughs> and it's something about I, I think it's just something about the cinematography of that movie that had a lot of spinning. I <laughs> felt so sick. And I felt so bad. I had to like look down. It was like, there's just so many moments where they're like trying to be really dramatic. Right. And, like, and you're like, okay, we're going to, could we stop the ride now? I'd like so, to get yeah, off. I, I, I do not want to risk that this time. No. So I just, normal, normal yeah. viewing. Straight and up then, viewing. And if I want the 3D experience, I'll hire the guy in front of me to throw things at me every once in a while. You know, like. <laughs> oh, you mean, maybe like spritz you with water. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's so real. That it's was like, water, right? You didn't just spit on me, right? <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a 4D. That's a 4D. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, get get on that, DC. <laughs> 3D, somebody just punches you in the face. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, 
I, you know, seemingly that sounds kind of cool. I don't know if I want that experience now that I'm really thinking about it. But you're paying for it, so. I did pay for it, so I will take the punch now. Thank you. <laughs> so I don't know when I'm going to be seeing it because Sal and, and Benny and Rob and Faust, Faust maybe, I think, Faust, I don't know, Faust, um, and a few others, they're going to be seeing it in Disneyland at, like, the Disneyland premiere of it. I know. So I'm very upset. I'm going to go to my local movie theater and you know have my own little red carpet be like oh hello hello everyone yeah he will be like tell that lady to stop yelling at us <laughs> i'm Sit like down. i'm having my moment leave me alone <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> no <laughs> when does mickey mouse show up <laughs> is that what you're yelling yes <laughs> that's me uh, oh. that's me in the theaters and then you know danielle will bring me my snacks and tell me to sit down and you know quiet me down because <laughs> i'm like four if you give me a snack i, I settle down right away right. it's cool. i think you're building a really good case for why they should invite you to they, these premiere events <laughs> okay technically i was i could have gone but oh, i couldn't actually think then i have no sympathy i oh. couldn't go i couldn't go it's my sister's birthday on sunday so travel plans weren't gonna um, work excuse out excuse me um fake superheroes or sister's birthday I, obviously this is where this is the very first stream she's ever watched she doesn't watch any of my, my stuff she doesn't watch any of it all this is gonna be the one she watches she's gonna be like oh yeah well hmm be like hey i got you a birthday present yeah so well. simmer down there kid <laughs> i could have been seeing batman <laughs> yeah, well i mean i'm gonna see it no matter what but it's just the location the you know the the sunny warmth you know after a full day of, of fun in disneyland and then going to see the movie yeah. I'll have to make my own fun. I'm going to go on my own rides because our movie theater is at the mall. So I'll just make, you know, they've got one of those little, like, you know, kid rides in the middle of the mall. I'll just fill it full of quarters. I'll just go yeah. for it. You could go to, like, a candle snor store, yeah. sniff some candles. Yeah, yeah. That's the same. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I'll see if anybody from the Hot Topic will put on any of the costumes they usually have around there and let me get an autograph <laughs> or something. Hot Topic, yes, yes, please do. That. So yeah, I, I think I can, I think I can kind of approximate the Disney but experience. Sal, Sal, like was like, nah, I'm getting the heck out of here. I told him to go. No. To be fair, the man did not want to go. I was like, you should go. And then when I was taking him to the airport this morning at like three thirty, I was like, yeah. 3.30? Yeah, he had, oh. he had a three. Well, his flight was technically at like seven, but they were boarding at 6.30. There was all this math involved. <laughs> and then you just tuned it out. Yeah, because so I was like, it's early. Shh. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know what? There was no cars, though. You know, that that's the time to go see Batman v Superman because there was nobody around. <laughs> Should have just broken into the theater, set up the, not the reel, but figured out all the buttons and push the right thing and that's what i should have done again you're really going to get invited back after you're explaining how you would exactly well <laughs> you know i'm really banking a lot of the fact that people of of uh, you know importance aren't watching this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point well not of, not of importance how about of um you know the 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 position yeah, go, Tiffany, in which i know your entire no. audience bad Jeez. me it's the lack of sleep i'm blaming it on that it's the it was the trip this morning to the airport by the way yeah. the airport's really busy at that hour which is something really? that batman would know but not me why would batman know that because he's up all the time 
I don't think he travels via... Well, no, but he would know the comings and goings of Gotham. Gotham's got an airport. He'd be like, oh, it's 3 a.m. It's busy. I might want to swing by and check out what's happening. Oh, we're good. Off I go. That's... I don't think that has ever happened one time. <laughs> okay, I write boring comics in my head, guys. <laughs> my comic pitch. Batman goes through Gotham City around 3 a.m. seeing what's busy, seeing if anything's going down. He goes to the airport. Everything's cool. He gets a slice of Sabaro, and he's off to the next thing. A million dollars. A million dollar pitch. Right? Right? DC, that one's for you. You could just have that. You could just take it and run with it. Zack Snyder. Yeah, come on. Come on. Or Scott Snyder. <laughs> or Scott If you want to write that, that's yours. Just take it. Just don't forget me. Is this why Joel really didn't come? No. No. <laughs> he doesn't know this. He's never seen this. This oh, is God. me. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, I can't see this. I don't know what I you're know. doing. I know. There's either. a lot of hand motion right now. I'm really like, I'm like a mime or I'm directing traffic. I'm not sure okay, yet. But like, you know, if you come down this way, you can then go that way. See, what people at, at, at home don't know is in order for us to make this movie magic happen, Sammy can't see me. She can't see what I'm doing over here. So she can't see if I'm, like, dancing or, you know, if I'm... Is that what you're doing right now? I was. I was. Um, I stopped, though, because I realized that was um, a bad career move on my part. Um, <laughs> there will be 10 GIFs tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Let the GIFing begin. Um... <laughs> that's just i don't know guys i don't know but i know that we have been going for like almost about almost an hour almost an hour and i know that you eventually gotta head off um and I, so we don't want to take you over our time because then you're never gonna come back you gotta come back I want to come back we gotta, now. We gotta do this. <laughs> After seeing this, when Sal's here, it's a lot less animated. There's a lot less hand motions, but there is a lot more yelling. But not at you, just at the air. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, God. He's just, he gets really into it. It's the Sal rant. He can't help himself. He just, uh -huh. there's the passion and the love or the hate or the, the general. But if you're there to balance it out, then. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm there. I'm like, okay, you gotta. <laughs> We're gonna rain it back. We gotta bring it. We gotta, you know, have a dad, Sal. You know, have a dad. That's that's what. What, what was that? Yeah, that's Elvish for sit down. <laughs> why do you, Why do you know that? Because that's what Aragorn says to Legolas when they're at the Council of Elrond, and you know, Legolas is all like, "Oh no, you didn't!" And Aragorn's all like, "Have a dad, Legolas. You're embarrassing the hell out of me right now." Just I can only assume what you look like right now, what you're doing. <laughs> There was a lot. It, it, it's that is what I'm doing. It's like you're watching me. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> so good. I wonder if I could like just listen to your different like sound effects and see if I could just guess like what you're. Right. Like, I think you could. I'm not. It's. Yeah. I'm not a terribly deep person. Let's let's be honest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I am glad we got to talk about this. You know, I think that inevitably this is a conversation that can definitely come back, especially after seeing the movie. Like, did they did, did, did they treat it like that? Like, do they treat them on equal footing? Do they treat them in the oral tradition and the, the, the new mythology tradition that DC has put out there? Did they give them the Grant Morrison treatment or not? Like, what are we going to see from these characters versus the, you know, printed comic book characters that we know, love, and have grown up with? And we've seen them go through 
all kinds of things. We've seen so many incarnations of them, you know, multiverse, you know, back in time, you know, getting the ring, sitting in chairs, becoming gods, not becoming gods. Like, what are we going to get from the DC cinematic universe that, that is either going to be a, like a complete, like, you know, mind, like, I was going to say the F word, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Which is going to completely blow our minds, or is it going to be something that is an amalgam of these things? Like, how much are we going to get of the comic books in these movies, and will they carry on that tradition of god mythology, or not? It's a mystery. It is a mystery. Someone's already seen it. Which I think a few people in the chat have definitely already seen it, and I, again, I've been really hesitant to check out in the chat. So you know, if you have seen it and you've been controlling yourself and not giving spoilers. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate heard the that. Clapping, so I yeah right. I, I yeah clapping. right. I was like, I'm gonna do that right at the microphone. Then she'll definitely know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you have put some spoilers in there, well, I assume that the rest of the chat um, swiftly took care of that. Um. <laughs> Probably. Um, but I guess what you guys are gonna have to do some kind of follow up. Oh, whether I, it's on like Weekly yeah. Poll or well, Twitter either or... they either they're gonna do it or we're gonna have to do it because if you know. The show must go on, people, okay? Like, if we say we're going to follow up and they don't follow up, then it falls to us. Ah, uh, so true. West Coast <laughs> Avengers, right? Right. No, actually, someone pointed out that right now, Benny, Sal, Rob, and Faust are the West Coast Avengers because they're all on <gasps> the West Coast. Right? That's so true. We're the real Avengers now. I, like, I saw that tweet and then I was like, I don't understand it, but now I do. Right? Yeah, no, they're the they're the fake ones now. We're the real ones. Woo! Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Until they come back and then you know swiftly kick us out of our. No, let's enjoy the power while we have it. Right, exactly. Let's go save some cities or or get pizza. You know, whatever. Yeah, that second one was more. That real. seems more like something we could do. Yeah. That's so that's okay, yeah, because you probably have a pizza place by you, and I got one by me. So yeah, right. We'll have it by ourselves. But together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> together, but not alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So thank you so much for, for being on this. I know it was very impromptu, and, and we didn't even know this was going to happen, but I was like, right, the Elseworlds Exchange is supposed to happen, and Sal isn't here because he's somewhere else having a, being warm. He's being warm. You're being warm, too. Everybody's, yeah, I'm warm. Yeah, I'm, I'm warm not. Too. It's not. I got the hat. Um, I, I'm wearing a hat. You don't know I'm wearing a hat. I was just about to say, I was like, this is news. I got, like, my Newsies cap on. Oh, that's fun. I got my Newsies cap and my Newsies. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm like a Superman Newsie right now. Um, yeah, I, you'll you'll see later on. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that means. Okay, all right. The chat knows what I'm talking about, and they could t- judge me based on that. Um, but no, seriously, thank you so much. This was a great conversation, and I had a lot of fun, and I hope you did too. And I think we actually talked about the topic. <laughs> yeah, this is like the most I've ever stayed on topic. I think. Right. I'm I'm a slave driver when it comes to those things. <laughs> Right. Good, good though thank you very much for having me no absolutely this honestly so much fun a real pleasure and i look forward to us doing this again i'm not even gonna say i hope we can do it i'm just gonna say we are gonna do it again because this awesome. is great we're gonna make this happen it's a thing now. very cool <laughs> or should i say v cool oh oh did you see what she did there everyone i saw it i saw it and it was awesome oh oh okay <laughs> I wish I knew what you were doing. Um, there was there was arms up in the air, and I was going, oh, like yeah, kind of, yeah, a little lower, yeah, kind of like that, and I was like, oh, well, no, you just lean back a little bit, yeah, there you go, oh, yeah, 
We had a friend of ours who that was his thing. Like if someone, we were playing poker. Quick story. We're all playing poker. And anytime someone, you know, essentially took a huge pot in like the most either ridiculous or amazing way, that person then had to sit cross-armed and like look up like, you know, in like a really like, you know, cocky kind of like, mm, that's right, I won kind of way. And then everyone else around them would throw up their hands and go, oh, I don't know. It was, we were tired. (laughs) That's a fun game. (laughs) Right? It brings poker to a whole new level. Mm. Plus Skittles and M&Ms as chips. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you had to really control yourself to not eat your pot. (laughs) That takes on a new Well, I had a whole lot more money, essentially, but I ate it. So it's a a new rule for poker. Um, no, seriously though, we do have to do this again. Um, I, you know, I, and I, I like that we had a, we did a good. This was a good time frame. I think like we didn't go like the three hour podcast or anything like that. So I think this went really well, and, and I'm glad we stayed on topic. And I look forward to us doing this again. And thank you so much, Chad, for being here. I know this came out of the blue, but I really appreciate you sticking around, hanging out with us, chatting with us, checking it out. And if you're watching this later on, because I think this is all gets recorded, who knows? Because I did it. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the hearts. It's awesome. Um, uh, you know, you know. We look forward to seeing what you guys have to say. And uh, and by the time this probably comes out, the movie will be out, so you guys can blow up in the comments so about you know what you thought about it. So it's crazy. It's like we're time traveling right now. Like, oh my gosh, that's so hello from from the past, right? Or the future? Who knows? Because when you see this, I know I'm my, I'm having a hard time with this right now. Time travel kind of fries my brain. But, you know, and of course, please check out Sammy over at Sammy Reads. Sammy, what do you got coming out for the rest of this week? Um, the rest of this week, uh, I have a new new poll list video. I do that every single Saturday. Awesome. So that was very exciting. But um, in a couple weeks, I have a whole bunch of collaborations happening with a lot of YouTubers you may know. Oh, that's awesome. And I like the tease there because we got to go over to your channel to check it out. So don't forget to go over there. She's Sammy Reads across the board. You can check her out on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, all of them. All of Instagram. them. Instagram, Twitter. All She's got it all. <laughs> she wins the Huffy bike. She's got the Twitter. She's got the YouTube. She's got the Instagram. She's yeah. getting it all. She's going to Colonial Williamsburg. Um, <laughs> Not. I don't understand that. That was one of the crummy prizes back in, like back on old game shows for kids. They would send uh, them to. That's not the best prize. No, no. But they made a really big deal about it. Like it was really important. It wasn't. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for having no, me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And over on Comic Pop, even though Sal's not here, the man lined up the shows for the rest of the week, as far as I know. So tomorrow, you'll be getting a very cool back issues that isn't batman themed because sal didn't doesn't think about that necessarily he just wanted to do something else it is something that people have been asking for and it is something that sal is not a fan of i'm just gonna tell you what it is (laughs) it's one more day so you know as you know sal not a big fan but he has the opportunity to explain it to ethan ben i was nearby but um not in the episode but I did hear it, and I can tell you it was a very fine, very enjoyable, very fun episode. I give it two enthusiastic thumbs up. There they are. <laughs> Four now. Exactly. Oh, that's that's awesome. I like all those thumbs up. These are thumbs up for all of us, for both of us. Across the board, thumbs up. 
Bing, 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 bing. Finger guns for Jeff Johns. Um, so thank you again, Sammy, for being here. Thank you, chat, so much. And don't forget, check out Sammy Reads and head on over to Comic Pop to see what all the other stuff that we're doing. Next week, Sal will be back, probably with Joel or someone else. I have no idea for another fantastic Elseworlds exchange. But until then, everyone, enjoy your Batmans and your Supermans. Let us know what you thought about them. We'll see you next time.